When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Four minutes past five on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. About to catch up with the latest saint who's joined their list. But a couple of extraordinary bits of vision that have just happened in the Marsh Cup game. Well, it's not... Okay. Well, it's a one day. What do you mean it's not a what? Well, you don't know what went on with the rope. You don't know. You're you're saying extraordinary, but you didn't (laughs) see enough of it. Well, we're we're into the 46th over Mm -hmm. of the Queensland innings. They're nine for 198. Hazlitt, 97. Uh, He wants to get the 100 badly. They're moving the rope back. They weren't moving it. They were, what were they doing? Well, we the ground staff been, were moving the rope back. Andy, we haven't been watching the whole time. It might have been in the last fielding effort or a fielding no, no, no. effort that we didn't no, no. see. No, and it might have just moved the rope, so they put it back to where That's it was. That's not what happened. Well, you haven't been watching no, the have whole I. time. No, I There was no issue with a man sliding into the rope mm. and making the rope lose its... Uh, it might have happened at, 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 like an over ago, and you just haven't seen it, Andy. Because there's no way they're just changing... They're not going out there. I just like to know what's going and on. That's changing all. the distance. Well, I that's why it's unusual. Well, it didn't. Happen. <laughs> you saw the movie. No, the I rope. saw them fixing it. I did not see Anthony Caminiti doesn't need to be hearing any of this. I'm sure he loves his cricket, but St Kilda supporters, I think every now and again, you get this player who just makes it onto the list at the very last minute. And but it's because of, you know, whatever reason. They, they, exactly. They haven't been identified up until this point. But then you get them at the right time. And who knows what the future for this young man holds. But on Friday afternoon, his life took an extraordinary turn of events. And he's been good enough to join us as he's been added to the, to the St Kilda <laughs> list. Hey, Anthony, thanks for joining us on the show, mate. No worries, boys. How are you guys? We're, well, good, we're thanks, okay. Hey, tell us about this intra-club game. So, so you go down there on Friday, you play an intra-club game, which we'll ask you about. I don't, mm. It might have been your second session with the yeah. Saints. And yeah, then was... before you even leave the club, there's a contract in front before of you. Before he leaves the ground, as he was uh, coming off. Sign this like some kid wanting your autograph. This <laughs> Simon Lefleen's run out, wants your autograph <laughs> before you even leave the ground. What's going on? Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy, to be honest. Um, so probably not... Probably about a week earlier, I was only at just training with um, Carlton VFL, and then got a call from a manager, manager saying Saints want to um, ask me to come down and train with them for a week and just see how I go. And then, yeah, had an entry club on the Friday, and I must have impressed the coaches enough to give them a contract already. Oh, well, you, you, you certainly have, and you've impressed the coaches. Is, is there something... Memorable about that game that sticks out to you was was it the ball just finding you? What happened in that game? Um, I think you know, I've got to credit some of the boys. I'll hit me up, lace out. So yeah, like the delivery was awesome. So I think I took a few, took a few contested marks, kicked a couple of goals, and yeah. And and when you look at what's <laughs> your, right. your your pathway here, it's you had some challenges last season. You had that syndesmosis injury. Yeah. What type of impact did that have on you? How much footy did you miss? Yeah, that was that that had a huge impact on like my footy. So I actually did that injury in twenty twenty one at the end of the year. I did it on muck up day at school actually. Oh. So um did that in twenty twenty one, just before my that 
just just before the draft, and that was my draft year. And then, so obviously, didn't get drafted that year. And then, injury took me about seven months to recover from because I ended up fracturing my fibula as well. So oh. it was it was a um, did a double. And then, um, probably the first first four to six games of that league, I was really I just wasn't I just wasn't good enough. Like I was just really behind the eight ball. And then I reckon about last four games, I started to find some form. I obviously wasn't good enough to get me drafted in 2022. Mm-hmm. And then I was just spending my time this uh, pre-season with Carlton VFL. Did a few sessions with the AFL um, just as a trainer. And yeah, that's, that's how I reckon I found out this off. Well, let's go back just a stage there because yes. muck-up day, yes. you've caused the injury. Now, Kerry, we all know that sometimes the boys, the lads, can get in a bit of trouble. What happened on muck-up day that caused a syndesmosis and a further ongoing fracture of the, what was it, fibula? Fibula, yeah. So, um, at part, so I, went, I went to Kerry, Kerry Bathurst Gunner yes. School, and um, on the second last, this was still around COVID time, so... We weren't really allowed to do much, to be honest, but um, like with all the restrictions, but like they organised a water fight on one of the netball courts, oh, the basketball no. courts. Yeah. And um, so a lot of my mates were like just like chucking boxes of buckets of water over me, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get one of my mates back. <laughs> and then, so I got a bucket of water, it's a pretty mm. big bucket of water, mm. and I start chasing after him, and then he he ends up hiding behind his girlfriend. So, oh no. <laughs> Yes. I'm like, well, it's got to be one of you. So they both split, like split directions. I start chasing, like I he, t- I start chasing after him, and then I slip, and my ankle just, uh, like, just caves in on me. And, oh, yeah, break the break the fibula and do the syndesmosis. Oh, well, Jeez. so so how debilitating was that? Um, you you, t- you um, said that it was really hard for you. Obviously, the rehab and it was a lengthy one. How hard was yeah. it to come back from that, Anthony? Yeah, like I, I struggled a lot to be honest. So um, the injury was supposed to only be about three to four months, but around the three month track, I was still struggling to run. Like I was still trying to learn to run again. Like I was, like in the rehab process, like like the doctors are telling me, like it's really strange why you can't run. Like I was trying to do, like I was trying to run and I just couldn't do it. So. That was a, like interrupted rehab process, but like yeah, it definitely did take a toll on me with like just like my mental health and, and as well with uni and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Yep. Well, he had uh, Lee Clark on the the breakfast show this morning. You one of your former coach at, at Kerry, yeah. I believe, and he said that there he had to have some tough conversations with you about the expectations of what it's going to take uh, to be an AFL player and your commitment with your rehab. Well, yeah, it sounds like you clearly had some mental health issues because of it, but what did he tell you and how did he change your approach to get you back on track? Yeah, 100%. Like, I think he's, um, I think he noticed that around the mark, so around the time when I was supposed to be running from the doctors and I just wasn't able to, it was, um, I was probably getting a bit down and I was, I wouldn't say give up, but I was just like, starting to kind of feel sorry for myself and mm. I think um, he just pulled me aside and was like mate like, this, is a, this is a tough game this is like you know what's life's all about, about ups and downs and um, you just got to keep keep persisting and then somewhat, someday um, things will go your way so that definitely did change my perspective on things about like you know um, having a good mindset and um, working hard 
Oh, hopefully we've still got you there, Anthony. Can you? We just had a little glitch in the old mm. phone line there. Can you still hear us? I can still hear you. Oh, good. Yeah, no, good no, I got you back. Yeah. yeah. So, the reception. No, no, you're right. So, so did you ever lose faith in your own ability? Um, no, I never did. I, I always knew I had the ability. Like I've got all the tools. Um, to be honest, I reckon it was just more of a mindset thing for me. Um, like it's just like I, I just had to really. Um, um, really focus on like my confidence um, and like the mental the mental aspect of the game rather yep. than the physical aspect because I knew that my physical attributes were enough to get drafted. Um, I think my um, mental the mental aspect probably a few years ago were not up to scratch. Like I was probably a bit immature in that sense, so I just had to mature a bit and um, yeah, I'm here now. And what happened with Carlton? Uh, did they talk to you about a pathway that they potentially could see you as an AFL player? Yeah, so they definitely had these conversations. Um, probably Carlton were the most interested in me in my draft year. So they're the ones that expressed the most interest um, at the time. So um, they put me in the um, VFL program and they, they were great. Like they um, developed my game so much. They've helped me like a lot of aspects of footy. Um, and I think their like their goal with me was to just get me playing VFL and then um, I just see what, what I can do from there. If I, I dominated VFL, then maybe I'd get a mid-season spot there or I'd have a look at me at the end of the year. But yeah, um, I think that was their their vision for me. So, so, so somebody at St Kilda has clearly got an advanced vision for you uh, at that yeah. stage. So, so you get down yeah. to Moorabbin and you have a couple of sessions with them, and then you have this. You know, now famous uh, from from the Caminiti's family perspective, this kind of famous uh, trial intra club game on Friday. Can you tell us how, what what actually happened with the contract? Look, go through. You, you've had yeah. the game. You've had the session. Mm. Yeah. What, what happened next? So I go into the I go into the change rooms. And I'm just like on my phone, and then I go on, like I go on my phone. And I straight away get this notification about like an article written on the game. I was like, like far out. How did that get? <laughs> How did that like it was like like five minutes after the session. I was like, "How did that get about? Um, how did that get leaked?" And then, like in half an hour after that, um, one of the coaching staffs um, just um, calls me in. He comes. Um, he's like, "Come with me." So <laughs> I go into a room with Sauce, and um, I think this was their this was their plan to try like hide the fact that they were going to sign me. So. He was like to me, hey, mate, this is, um, can you sign this form? It's just the con- consent form for SSP, which was a thing I was doing, the pre-season supplementary period. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, all right, this is just a, like a consent form. It's nothing. I didn't think any- anything of it. And um, I was like, is my manager okay with it? He's like, yeah, yeah. I talked talk to your manager. And he got my manager on the phone and he um, said it was all good. So um, I didn't think any, I didn't think any anything from it then and then fast forward to the team meeting there was just a um, team meeting on a Friday so the same day um, bang on Robert Harvey um, comes up to like this is at the start he comes up to the whole like the whole group and he says um, boys we've got some good news and then at that point I was thinking in my head okay this could be anything and then he's like <laughs> and then he's like um, cold figure um, the hammer which is my nickname of the club he's officially, he's officially a saner and then, like, from, from, from then on, I don't even remember anything. It's just a, well, it's like, a, 
I just thought, well, when yeah, a pile on. So, did you know what he was talking like at that stage? Did you yeah. did it click in straight away? Hello, I've got a contract here. Yes, yeah. So then, so then, everyone, everyone, all the boys get around me. I'm like, I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm just over the moon. And then, and then the meeting just continues on. Like Ross does all this speaking, and then as as I'm walking the room. Um, one of the staff just says, "Come here, sign this," and that, yep, sign a contract there. Can you believe how quickly that your life amazing. changed, Anthony? Like you go from uh, where you were yeah, to what um, you're now listed AFL AFL player. Oh, I'm still in shock. I it probably it probably won't sink in for a while, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. That's oh, great. Mm. So, um, what can St Kilda supporters? The nickname the Hammer suggests a fair bit. I mean, uh, that doesn't come lightly. I don't mm. think you get called the Hammer, you know, unless yeah. you. You've got some uh, a bit mm. of punch to your game. What what can St Kilda supporters expect from you? Um, probably just an athletic keep forward that can just take a big pack mark, but also has some good goal sense and can kick some goals. So, yeah. Well, mate, it's a hell wow. of a story. It uh, is a great story. We're just so happy for you. These are this is why you know you keep hanging on to the dream, Anthony. Don't give up, no matter how hard it was. And you know, you, you, not only did you have the synesthesis, but you're trying to rehab through COVID and. Yeah, that, that provided all its own challenges for a whole lot of us. You know, nothing was easy through that period. And I guess you're doing a lot of that on your own. The fact that you hung on and you pushed through and you sought some counsel from people close to you who, you know, you were prepared to listen to. And, mate, look where you are now. It's, it's a great story. Um, we wish you well. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Good on you, mate. Good luck, Anthony Caminiti from the Saints. I love that story. So do I. It's so simple, too, about the way they go about it. It's not, uh, you know, they're always looking for those moments you can film where you're going to give someone some great news. and But it was um, a bit exciting. But then straight away, Robert Harvey's going, imagine what's going through his head. I've just signed a contract. But then Robert Harvey moves on to the next part of the, the practice session. And it's not until later <laughs> upon that right. they – it would have been a whirlwind for him. Hang on. Should I be signing – Silvani's got him in a dark room. He's signing – hang on. Well, should I be yeah. signing this? Is my manager okay? What are you making me sign this, Well, Andy, this could be one uh, – the story. When we talk about the stories we, we – um, you had a little bit earlier about Sailor's book. This could be one that we also need to put into our little book. Well, I think he's out there now. I mean, people have heard wow. about the kid, so he's a bit, he's sort of, he's off Broadway. It's one of those he's, stories. He's on Broadway now. No, it's a hell of a story. And it's one of those stories that make you want to become a member of the footy club, celebrate the 150th year, uh. make sure you secure your spot at their 150th anniversary game today. And the best way of doing that is calling the club 1300 467 245 1300. 467245 or visit mm. saintsmembership.com.au. Uh, just quickly, because you do need to listen to me sometime, because we've had it off the temper text machine. Uh, Janine has come through. The wind had blown the rope out of shape, took them a while to fix it. So there was no conspiracy. There was nothing that you were trying to drum up. Oh, this is extraordinary. This is unheard of. They brought the rope in. No, no. The like wind. I said, the wind Windy. had blown. It was windy. The wind had blown it, according to Janine. And said there's nothing to see here. Well, there you Windy. go. You, you, you ask the question. You seek some, uh, well, some you information. Would... And now we get it thanks to Janine.